the intro again. <laughs> don't, don't, please don't. You really gonna do this? Yeah, f- him. It's our show. We do what we want. Oh my God, no! Not another freaking wrestling podcast. Yay! Like I said, I don't get people watching. So either you love me or you don't. I love you. I love you too. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Not Another Freaking Wrestling Podcast. We're your host of 2023, and I'm JD. That rhyme. <laughs> He's a poet. Oops. Didn't even know it. I'm Jake, and I'm back from the Goth Void in the Goth Club in, Ch- uh, in Knoxville. Yeah, this is Ty, and I could have sworn you said you were going to go to China, Jake. Why? <laughs> and I'm Shane, and you fucking honey dicked me, you bastard. Who? You. Motherfucker. What I do? You know exactly what you did. Hang on a minute. We, we're missing one person. Go ahead. One person. Oh, and I'm Will, and I just learned that Hiroshi Hase is a governor in Japan. He is. Now, Shane, what are you talking about? Like, I'm, I'm, honey, uttering badges. What the fuck are you talking about? Because you, you, you were like, ah, oh, I want you to come to the show, and I want you to do the live podcast, and I want you to do this, and then all of a sudden, I'm like, yeah, I'll come do it. And then next thing I know, I'm in a fucking match. <laughs> Sucker. <laughs> you piece of shit. Hey, he carded your ass into a fucking booking, buddy. Hey, hey, thanks, buddy. Yeah, you're fucking welcome. <laughs> better be paying him good. Yeah, better oh, be getting paid it, good. It, it's covered. It, yeah. it, it, Yo, Shane, if you need help in that match, dude, just throw one up. I'll come out there. The hot dog and handshake budget is well covered, so you're good. And, and, who, who and the fuck what said nobody I'm... actually knows is I'm actually getting paid the most to be there. Oh, oh well, yeah. fuck yes. Uh, I, I'm... You're pulling more of the money down than Marty Stone. Yeah, I mean, fucking hell. Gotta get me in the ring somehow, and out of North Carolina. So this mm. is community service for Marty. You're getting the beach, aren't you? That's how you did it. Are and you getting trans it, covered? It, because I'm not apparently. Oh, I'm getting everything covered. He's bringing my whole family in town. Oh, I've got my trans is covered. It better fucking be. I live ten minutes from the building. <laughs> yeah, you throw rockets there. But same, like same thing with my place. No, he's bringing me in on a fucking chariot driven by a chain or a train of light horses, and I have to be bleached and fed. And I have a snow machine in the back. See, what is a snow machine? And this is exactly why tax shows only run once a fucking year. Yeah, because you blow the budget (laughs) on getting a dude from 10 minutes down the street on a fucking chariot coming in. (laughs) All right. Um, Weird week of wrestling. Raw did a clip show. Um, So not a shit ton to talk about, but I mean, I guess we'll start out with some off outside of the ring or outside of TV stuff. Um, CM Punk had something to say about Dax Harwood's podcast and the fact that they should get back together with Elite and do business. He just said, duh. Do you think CM Punk will end up back in an AEW ring? I don't think that's CM Punk's call. I don't think so either. I heard he's still doing backstage stuff back there, so. Apparently, there's... Huh? What's what's your source, Shane? The Meltzer? dirt sheets, because that's all we got to go on, bud. Is it yeah, fucking Meltzer? Pure, purely no. speculation, duh. Duh. So, um, apparently there's a group of wrestlers led by Jericho that said they'll never allow Punk back in AEW. 
Um, <coughs> excuse me. If it's good business, though, and it's good business if you can get these these people to work together. There's great business. so much money to be made in a CM Punk Kenny Omega singles match, uh, especially yeah. after all that. They could run a I would watch it. that. Oh, I'd I would it. watch it. That's your um, shit. So, what do you guys think? Do we see CM Punk back in an AW ring? Honestly, I think yes. I see him back in November of 2023. I see him back. There's too much money. There's too much money. I When it all initially happened, I definitely thought like, all right, this is it for Punk. I doubt he'll even go back to WWE. He'll probably just quit wrestling again. But I don't know. The more time goes on, the more I feel like he's going to go back to AEW because there's way too much money to be made there. And everyone involved would be too stupid not to take that paycheck. If Matt Hardy can take that Edge feud paycheck, then y'all can get over your shit and take that paycheck. Well, That's a fair point. (laughs) Yeah, but Edge and Matt Hardy are professional. Well, I mean, by all accounts, then, then if they aren't professional, then they need to step up because when there's that much money on the line and that much publicity, I understand. Money yeah. talks a lot louder than bullshit. Exactly. Yep. And Tony Khan don't mind throwing a lot of money at something that don't work. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, his dad threw some money at Urban Meyer, and boy, that shit didn't work either. And brother. <laughs> didn't Jacksonville sucks I don't know they might make a playoff alright uh, moving along with Pierce AJ Styles injured he has a broken ankle uh, uh, have, don't know how long about the ring he won't require surgery though um uh, but it's honestly I would I'm not Super sure how long it takes for an ankle injury to heal, but I could have four months. Four months, about because from my experience with an ankle injury that did not require surgery, I missed all of the summer and the fall, and I was back around January. Uh, For me, I broke mine, but I I wasn't wrestling at the time, and I mean that was about a two month recovery before they will run again. You think that? is definitely going to clear AJ out of any kind of WrestleMania appearance. I think they, I don't know if they've scrapped him from plans yet, but uh, I think it'll probably depend on what his prognosis looks like here in about a month. Yeah. Yeah. But AJ's a fucking worker. Yeah. Yeah. If he can, if he can do it, he'll do it. If he wants to be back bad enough, he can make mania. This is probably his, he'll wrap it up, you know, it's probably his most significant injury in years, too. Yeah, he's had a pretty good track record. Other than, I mean, the back injury was pretty bad, but he seemed to rebound from that really well. Anything else outside the ring you think you guys think we need to cover? Um, I mean... Or outside of television? Define outside of television. Does Mexico and Japan count? Oh, we're getting to that later. That's on the agenda for you. I got you. 
I can't think of anything. All right. Let's move right along. Raw had a clip show. We don't give a fuck. Uh, NXT was pre-taped. Don't give a fuck. So let's talk about Dynamite, which was surprisingly fucking good. Really good episode. Um, like, I, not a fan of AEW. I don't watch it live. Uh, I'll watch most of it the next day. I skipped a few segments. But, like, they, uh, tight storytelling. Uh, everything was logical on the show for the most part. I mean, there's a few logic gaps, but that shit happens in wrestling. You know, you, you got to be willing to stick with it sometimes. Uh, let's start off, though. A few things we're going to talk about. Joe is still the king of television. And Willow got a haircut. Yeah, it was. I don't know if it was time for the haircut, but I guess ultimately it proved to be his downfall. That was a that was a hell of a hoss fight. Oh yeah, Joe has been. I've been loving Joe's run since signing with AEW, and especially since they've slotted him into the TNT Championship scene. He has been what that belt needed. And hopefully uh, this will be a way to siphon Wardlow out of the TNT scene and more towards the main event. No offense to Joe, but um, I still think Miro had the best TNT title run. But mostly oh, because of his promos about God and Miro, fucking his wife. From a Where character standpoint, yes, but a lot of Miro's matches I felt like were too obvious of this is a squash. Like, I'm sorry, but why are you giving Brian Pillman Jr. a shot? And I feel like in terms of the people Joe's been defending against so far, it's been and the Wardlow match was great. The Darby match was awesome. And now they've set up for a rematch with Darby, which I don't care for, to be honest with you. Not a Darby fan. Not the biggest Darby fan. He's like Diet Jeff Hardy. Yeah. Sorry. I'd give that kid four years and he won't be able to fucking walk. I'll give him one more year. I'll give him 2023. He'll, he'll I'm not jumping off cliffs. I'm not He's going to fuck up soon. He'll retire with Sting. <laughs> yep. God can only hope. Fuck but Sting. Then, we also had that fucking amazing tag match with Top Flight and Blackpool Combat Clubs, Moxley and Claudio Castagnoli. It was a very good match. I could watch, like, I honestly want to see just a straight up handicap match of Claudio and Top Flight just because the way he manhandles both of them at the same time is insane. Claudio is like one of the strongest motherfuckers I think I've ever seen. He's definitely top three in the business. Maybe top five all time. Like, he's... That's I think Cena's even on record as saying Claudio was stronger than him. Well, mm. didn't Claudio have the little bench press record for Cena's little gym for the wrestlers? Or was that Biggie? Yeah, I think so. I think so. I think yeah. you're right. I think that was Claudio. We'll fact check that. We'll fact check that. Um... Hook. Hook's finally getting into a storyline. Um, yes, we're getting Jungle Hook. The stare down with Bill Morrissey was... Uh, I mean, Hook felt like a no, star. No. Right there. He's Big Bill now. Big Bill. Okay, so the stare... And it wasn't even a stare down, it was a stare up, because he was straight looking up. 
when he teased the suplex on him, the pop from the crowd, just from the tease, it's going to be insane when he finally hits it on Big Bill. Hook's going mean, a star. Shit, he's literally like double the height of Hook. Hook's going to be a star. The kid's got it. His kid's got it all. Dude, that's what you do. You like build that stuff up, like the, like building the suplex. Like that's I haven't seen a lot of build up for like little stuff like that in a really long time. You know. No, and, they're doing they're doing really well. Uh, like I said, this ep- this was a tight episode. I thought this was one of the better episodes of Dynamite I've ever seen. It was. It's definitely all the episodes that since the full gear pay per view. I feel like have been trying to run kind of a correction course of all the complaints from the last I guess like pay-per-view cycles worth of AEW television like they pretty much cut out all Ring of Honor storylines while still managing to feature most of the Ring of Honor champions doing something or other they've circled a lot of focus back to the TNT championship women's division is still kind of stagnating a little bit the best of seven series has been way more fun than I expected. Which we'll get to game six here in a minute. Um, how about the acclaimed music video? Um, wow. Man, there, wow. Was, there was one line in particular that, because like Max Castry is a really corny rapper. But he had one line towards Jay Lethal that might be my all-time favorite burn in wrestling, which is, you're a 20-year vet, but no one's trying to imitate you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Will was marking out for that shit the other day at work, and, like, he had me pissing myself about it. It was fucking... It's like, brother. (laughs) He's not wrong, though. No, like, that's honestly one of the most flagrant things you could ever say to a wrestler yeah so out of this we got formerly karen angle now karen jarrett responding to the acclaimed on twitter and uh it appears they're building towards her appearance on AEW television oh yeah she's got to show up when double j wins the tag belts next week and saves the world do you think that's what's gonna happen um like so I what don't want to happen, but I kind of want it to happen just to watch the world burn. <laughs> like I, I want it for some terrible reason. I think it'd be kind of funny. It would like AEW that would be the worst way possible to stop the acclaims run, but it would also be the most Jeff Jarrett thing imaginable. You're not wrong. So uh, they'll probably give it to you. You'll probably get your wish. Let's move along to uh, that trios match. Game six. Falls count anywhere. They tied it up. We've got the es- or what is it? The Escalera de la Muerte ladder match in two weeks in L.A. Death I got to be honest. I would have been happier if they would have shocked us all and, let- and put Death Triangle over last night. And still done the ladder match anyway. It just is like a title defense, but had it wrap up the series wrap up right there. Yes, but also like there's too much. They have to have Death Triangle lose because there's way too much storyline potential in the Death Triangle blowing up. 
that's at least half a year's worth of story of Phoenix versus Pack and Phoenix versus Penta. Plus, we've never gotten a singles match of Pack and Phoenix. Hmm. Oh, that'll happen. Um. So yeah, this was a this was a a, a wild ass match all over the arena. It was my favorite of the whole series so far. Uh, the finish was very, very good. Hitting the one-winged angel off of the off the stage through the tables. Yes, and then the tap right afterwards. Yes. In a separate part of the arena. That was incredible match. I'm I know they're gonna end up topping it with the ladder match because the last time the Bucks and the Lucha Brothers had a ladder match, it was one of the best matches of the year. So adding Pac and Kenny to the mix, your chances drastic go up. So, uh, <laughs> God damn. So uh, they've done a good job with this series. Like I, I, I bitched and moaned they started this series out of nowhere. And I still have complaints about the way they started it. Like, oh, Death Triangle won. But now it's a game. Now it's a seven match series. I okay. told y'all at the start, give it time and this shit's going to bang. Now, now I'll give them credit, though, because each match has built off the original match's story. And they've done a good job of adding layers and more layers and just topping themselves with every single match. And uh, I don't doubt you will. I think they're going to probably top themselves again with the latter match. Uh, what's the over-under on injuries in this match? Because you know one's going to happen. Um, technically, Pac's already injured. He's been working the series with a broken nose. Ah. Jeez. Okay, going into the match. We're not going into the match, but like coming, coming out, out of it. Of it. Um, I imagine because it will be the worst possible scenario injury-wise, I imagine Phoenix might get hurt. Again? Yep, only because that's the one injury that would fuck up the storylines the most. I got at least two people getting hurt in that match. I call Phoenix on Death Triangle side and Elite side Nick. That's where I would go with it. I feel like Kenny's somehow still going to hold up, even though he's the most likely, considering he just came back from a fuckload of surgeries right but uh, i'm excited for it move along to smackdown uh the only live episode wwe did of wrestling this week uh at very good episode of smackdown very very good episode of smackdown really they really smacked you didn't think so now look we'll get to your complaint because i have the same complaint but as far as overall episode strength, I'd give it an A. Yeah, it was good. Um, let's start off with uh, LA. Well, I was also it was kind of hard watching that because I was also watching the football game at the same time. So, um, yeah, well, I get that. Let's start off with uh, LA Knight, Bray Wyatt, and uh, Uncle Howdy. Mountain Dew match. Yes, the Mountain Dew match. The Mountain Dew pitch black match. I don't. I love how we got Mountain Dew as a sponsor for this match. I get your money how you can. 
I love how they advertised this match well before the match was announced. True. Get your money how you can. Money machine go whirr. So, I don't know about y'all, but this Uncle Howdy shit is stupid. Yes. (laughs) It is dumb. And I love dumb wrestling, but this is not the fun kind of dumb. It's Bo Dallas, right? Uh, I've heard a lot of people say it's Cameron Grimes. It's Bo Dallas. I don't know, man. But I I don't know if I believe that. Same height. Beaver Cleavage was pretty bad, too. What? What? Beaver Cleavage. That was bad wrestling, too. When you say bad, bad. No, that's bad, bad. Okay. This is dumb bad. Fun bad is like Max Moon. I've already told you guys the payoff is going to come in the pitch black match. I'm still standing by that. But how are we supposed to see the payoff if it's going to be Mountain Dew pitch black? It's going to be wrestling a Barrett (laughs) knot. That sounds dangerous. (laughs) Not giving a good goddamn. I'm assuming the pitch black match is just going to be like the weird little wobbly spotlight thing that they were already doing with the weird beatdown segment anyways. But I'm really hoping... What if it's not like a hood? Oh, hell yeah, like that one match in TNA? Yeah. Or the finish is just going to be LA Knight getting waterboarded with Mountain Dew Pitch Black and tapping out. Brother. (laughs) Brother. While the crowd chants, Geneva, Geneva. I really just wish they would just tell us the rules of the pitch black match so we know what the fuck we're going into. I don't uh, think they know what the fuck they're going into. Yeah, I don't think, I don't they, think they, know. they know the rules yet. Mountain Dew hasn't just... told them. But hopefully, <laughs> hopefully there's a lot of Mountain Dew at the end of it. <laughs> Fucking will. If there's not any Mountain Dew in this match, I'm going to be so bummed. But also, everyone else is going to get really mad if there is. I just feel like out of that good soda. I just feel like out of all the matches on your show that you're like, which one should we put in the corporate sponsorship for? The Bray Wyatt spooky match. Like, did Mountain Dew personally request to sponsor his stuff? Or, I'm because I'm assuming WWE. Yeah, I wouldn't like, be surprised though, because he's probably one of the top merch movers anyway. I know, but that's just such a weird pick. Like, why not have them sponsor like, I don't know, a gimmick championship match? But think about what this could lead into. We could get a Mountain Dew Code Red match. That's going to be the mania blow up. We we could have a Lacey Evans Major Melon match. I mean, no, well, no, no the, God they're going to no. milk this till SummerSlam so they can do the Baja Blast match. Oh uh, fuck yeah! Because you, we all know that Baja Blast only comes out in the summer. Exactly. <laughs> so what I what I pictured happening is whoever it was in this fucking board meeting, they're like, "Well, who are we going to put in our fucking our sponsored match?" And then a dude walks in off frame. And just hits the fucking CEO in the back of the head with a shovel. And he sits up and goes, oh, well, Bray Wyatt, why not? He's like, have y'all heard about this dude, Uncle Howdy? (laughs) I really feel like, though, Mountain Dew should have sponsored the uh, gimmick with Shane and Kane. 
where he electrocuted his fucking nuts. It could have been the live wire. That's a do live wire match. There it is. <laughs> That's a very Mountain Dew segment. It really is. You know, for the for the Code Red match, you just bring an amazing red. You know, when he hits the code red on somebody, and it's and everybody like does the uh, the Pee Wee Herman thing. That secret word, because <laughs> he hits the move. I so maybe that's the that. no. You bring Bad Bunny in for that one. And let him hit the code red. Okay. So what about when Stone Cold Steve Austin comes in? You give him the uh, Malcolm, Mountain Dew with the alcohol in it. Yeah, but, but, but at the same time, I want him to keep drinking his IPAs because he doesn't change the quantity of beers he drinks. Oh, so wow. he's just gone from drinking, slamming a bunch of light beers to like actual higher grab IPAs. So he'd be getting shitty by the time he's ready to leave. Have you ever had his IPA? Because it's fucking terrible. It, oh, I it haven't. tastes like hog shit. Out of, all, of out of all the things that Stone Cold should have been doing, a hipster IPA was not one of them. <laughs> now, the Pilsner version of it's good. Is that the IPA's fucking dog shit. All right, all right. New Steve Austin. All right, we're, uh, we're all a little off track here. You Bring it back. About beer. That's why and, people uh, listen, JD. For the beer and the dick and well, part. Well, I'm giving, I'm giving Shane his, uh, his pew-pew moment. God damn fucking because. Charlotte Flair chicken. <laughs> God. With her fucking I, frozen chicken wing looking ass. That's exactly it. Anybody who thinks she's moderately fucking attractive needs to go get their fucking eyes checked. I mean, for the yeah, love of God. And it's not even that. She looks like fucking Flair. Just like Brooke Hogan looks like fucking her dad. Why would she I, be fucking her dad? I'm just saying, that's what she fucking looks like. Exactly, that's what you would be doing. He was using fucking as a spacer. Yeah, because everybody knows the word fuck fits for a lot of things. So, you, so you're not excited for Charlotte Flair versus no, Ronda Rousey? No, I would have just fucking, as much as I hate Ronda, absolutely hate the bitch. Hey, Jennifer, do you love Charlotte Flair? No. There you go. <laughs> as much as I, I, I despise Ronda, I would have much rather had her still be champion. Instead of Charlotte coming out, oh, I'm challenging you now. Uh, fucking stupid. I I know Trips has got a fucking hard on for Flair and anything that does with Flair, but I'm just going to say it. He's not that great. Oh, I mean, how are you going to be the baddest woman? They market her as the baddest woman on the planet. And she gets beat in two fucking minutes by Charlotte Flair. And I understand that she had a match, but it wasn't that competitive. I wish also, my last name was Flair. This is uh, Charlotte Flair's 14th women's title run. Oh, man, I can't wait for the other fucking two to happen. You know, she's going to pass it. She's gonna pass her dad. Yeah, and it doesn't mean dick. It really doesn't. A fraction of the amount of time that Rick did, and had a fraction of the decent matches that Rick did. I don't like it. Like Cena tied it, but Cena had a twenty fucking has had a twenty year career. Yeah. I mean, who was next after that? Orton. He had like thirteen. He's thirteen. He's a fourteen. Fourteen. I really don't want to that many more Orton world title reigns. I don't know that you'll see another one. They say he might not even come back. Yeah, I was about to say, he's probably finished. 
the most boring man in the history of boring. I'm a big fan of Orton now. 2013 like Orton. Orton was fucking amazing. A fucking no. Fucking a Randy Orton match is the cure for fucking narcolepsy. Okay. Put you to goddamn sleep for not narcolepsy, but for fucking. Yeah, you have that wrong. What's the fucking insomnia? Yes, That's thank the you. One. My what favorite thing is No Mercy. What was it? No Mercy. Oh eight, maybe. Oh six, somewhere in there. Whenever they started out the fucking show, the title was vacated, and they hand Randy the fucking title at the beginning of the show, and then he fucking loses it at the end of the fucking show. I'm like, why don't people do shit like that? No, no, he he got a hand it to him, dropped it in the middle of the show, and then regained it in the show. Oh. He lost to John. Was it John? No, it was Triple I, H. Yeah, I think he lost Triple H, and then was there was Triple a- H. Triple H defended it against Umaga halfway through the show, and then dropped it back to Randy. I'm pretty sure. I would have loved to have seen Umaga hold that belt at least once. Umaga, Umaga. I like that they're paying tribute to Umaga. Yes, Solo Sokoa with the Samoan Spike's been pretty nice. Yes. Yeah, but I can do without Charlotte Flair. I, I wish she didn't come back. She should have just stayed gone. Um, I wish she didn't show up in the first fucking place. I would trade her for Sasha. I would definitely. I, and I fucking hate Sasha. Don't you put that evil on me of Charlotte you know, Flair actually, wrestling and stuff. You know who I'd trade her for? <laughs> you know I'd trade her for? I would trade her for Naomi. All day. All fucking day long. Yeah, but Naomi, dude, Naomi getting the Charlotte push would be fucking awesome. Naomi's fucking fantastic in the ring. Put put Naomi in the fucking bloodline, please. That would have been great. Don't Her husband is literally start. the. <laughs> I don't know why they don't. Fucking start. I'm anyway, not talking Jake. about him. Come on, moving now. along. We are going to talk about Flair. him at the end. God of this- damn it. Yeah. How about that big match, John? Yeah. Well, we're getting there. But I want to talk about Top Dollar and the fact they can't jump and they made a storyline. And I love how they, they pair him with the one guy that can fucking defy gravity. They're just like, fuck it. We're going to put him with fucking Ricochet. <laughs> we don't care if it's a train wreck or not. Fuck it. They well, get a New Day sighting on SmackDown got to fucking clear that rope. Top killer. Uh, I bet you Woody Harrelson could have made that fucking jump, and they did a whole fucking movie oh, about it. Couldn't do hell. it. Where's Les' so, nice This <laughs> segment oh. led directly into the uh, Gunther Strowman segment. Oh um, fucking yay! Can't wait for that shit. Now look, I think Gunther can, or Walter can make take get a good match out of anybody, and Strowman, when he's with the right dance partner, has proven he can actually work. Has he though? With yeah. the right dance partner. Yes, he has. He's had some good matches as long as he's name, with the name right. One. <laughs> any Roman I mean, match. Any Roman match. Uh, his 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 one singles with Bray Wyatt that wasn't in the swamp. That was really good. Like he's had some good matches. Good as a Roman. Him and Roman put on some fucking bangers. I don't care. Anyway, I really like I hated Roman at the time. I thought he had really good chemistry with Seth too. Yeah, but he had a great lackluster of a universal title run. 
tell you that much. Yeah, but they also yeah, no, he, told he, it. he wasn't they weren't planning for that at all. They didn't even try to give him a good one though. It was like, all right, you can feud with John Morrison and the Miz for a while. And then he had the Bray stuff, which then just cycled immediately into here's Roman. Uh, uh speaking oh so at the end of the segment you got Ricochet chasing off Imperium. That chair shot. Did anybody else see that? I yeah, did. he fucking, fucking blasted him. My God. And I love how they put on the uh talk about that match and like in two weeks because they knew he was fucked. <laughs> Man, he he cracked him, and, and like I see, you saw what he's trying to do, like because he when he did it to uh, Giovanni and Louis Kaiser, like he smacked the apron with the chair to get the sound effect, but like Guther's just tall, and he, he caught him with trying to do the same thing. I don't think he should have done that. I think he should have stopped at the ropes, but you know, fuck, that looked like it hurt. Yeah, it really did. So, um, how many how many chops is uh, Braun gonna block? All of them. All. Because he's a puss. What a bitch. He's a shoot bitch. He a big old pussy. So uh, finally, we had fuck Bloodline Braun versus okay. what? Fuck I said fuck. Fuck Braun <laughs> Strowman. Yeah. Okay. Gunshots. <laughs> Finally, we had the bloodline versus the hairline. Uh, that's oh, in reference on, to John Cena's ball spot. Hey, I'm on, not going to leave it alone. I think it's hilarious. He he looks more like that. Remember the the Chinese Cena meme for a while where they made him look like Mao Zedong. Honestly, it, it looked it, like he was doing it for a part. It was yeah, too perfect. It looked too good. It. I don't know. It was. It was weird because I assume Cena would, now that he's trying to transition into Hollywood, would get some kind of hair plugs. But if he's going to go bald all the way, bald Cena's going to look weird. Well, dad haircut Cena looked really fucking weird. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I'm I'm just assuming it was for a part because like the way it looked, it looked like it was, I don't know, it just didn't look like it was natural. Well, when you're wearing that peacekeeper helmet on your head, can't hey. <laughs> determine where that's at. Uh, uh, on to the match. <laughs> on to the match. Uh, what did you guys think about the match? It was not as Bloodline great was as I thought it was going to be. It was <laughs> not what? It was Bloodline not as great was as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Imagine that. Plus, you know... You could literally hear Cena call the fucking finish. Uh, they were really fucking loud. Oh, they were. Like, I heard pop-up, super kick, pop-up, powerbomb. I was like, yeah, I heard that. <laughs> and then, like, we didn't even get John Cena in the ring very much, other than the five moves of doom, and then that was it. I think he spent a total of, like, three minutes and 18 seconds in the ring is what I read. That was they also giving you a John Cena return on free television. Do you really think that he was going to spend that much time in the fucking ring? Yeah, that's kind of expected, though. 
After all, right. all year. I was really hoping he just wouldn't tag in at all and just do the Pac-Man Jones and TNA special of just stand <laughs> on the apron. I did like I did like the fact that they were tr- playing off that if he didn't get tagged in and he wouldn't have wrestled a match this year. Like that was good emphasis on that, and you could see that they were trying to stop him from tagging in and all that. So. Uh, uh, storytelling at the end with, between Roman and Sammy. Uh, I think the breakup's coming soon. Sammy's going to die next week. Think it'll be next week? Probably. If it's not then, it's going to for sure be the one after the Royal Rumble. I feel like they'll do a Kevin Sammy one on one at the Rumble, some kind of crazy stipulation. Kevin will win. And that's when Roman's just fully going to murder Sandy. Uh, you know, we'll see. I heard the report that it was going to be a triple threat. There's going to be Roman, Sammy, and Kevin. Oh. Where at? Elimination Chamber? Uh, I heard Rumble, but, you know, that's... Well, I, I was just curious. Elimination Chamber's in Montreal, so... But I... That would make sense too, but I think they're doing tag team uh, elimination chamber this year. Okay. Hell yeah, that's always a chaotic mess. It is. Um. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm not sure. It could be next week. I just. That'd be a shit way to start off the new year. I just figured they were going to stretch it out until I, I figured. This is me fantasy booking in my head. They were. Go to Rumble. You'd have a KO and Roman there. Um, Sammy would almost fuck it up for Roman. Roman would destroy him after the match. And then you go on to Sammy Roman match at Elimination Chamber. Yeah, but you're you're forgetting the problem with that. You're forgetting that you got Mania. Yeah. Yeah. And then you got Rumble, so it's. What if Sammy wins the Rumble? I doubt I don't it. Think it's going to be Sammy. I think it's going to be Cody. It'll be Cody. And Cody is going to only challenge him for the WWE. Probably. Because that's the one he wants. And that's the, the one that has him. eluded his family forever, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, technically, they never held the Universal either. Yeah, but that one don't really fucking matter. Yeah, but it's blue. <laughs> Watch Shane's balls. Wow. Damn, blue Tuesday. Sorry, dude. It's, it's actually burnt titanium, but whatever. Blue Tista. Blue Tista. Uh, I wish I would have bought that figure. When blue Tista? Was out. Yeah, he was so mad about that. Hey, for the hey, gear, it, it was his choice. He's the yeah, but boy. he didn't like people making fun of him because of it. Well, he shouldn't have wore fucking blue. He's a fucking dumbass. Well, he shouldn't have wore fucking Nike Jordan Air Jordans with his fucking gear either. Yeah, well. Any other I think the turn's coming. Game? I think the turn's coming, but I think it'll be after Mania. After Mania? Well, no, it, I think it'll be before. I still firmly believe we're getting Kevin and Sammy taking the tag belts off the Usos at WrestleMania. 
and have them go in Montreal as tag team champions. Is Chamber? I thought Chamber was in between Rumble and Mania. It is. It oh. is. Chamber's the new. It it took the place of No Way Out because No Way Out was always the last. Yep. Pay per view before Mania. Oh, R.I.P. Fast Lane. <laughs> uh, no, R.I.P. The greatest uh, WWE show ever. Great Balls of Fire. Oh, for fuck's sake! Yeah, that gave us Samoa Joe versus Brock Lesnar one on one. Oh yeah, we talked about that the other day. Yeah, that was like a great match. That was an awesome match. Yo, the build to that was great. Just Joe being like, yo, I'll slap you like a bitch. And then he did on TV. (laughs) (laughs) And like Brock actually sold it like, yo, this dude's about to kill me. (laughs) Yo, that was peak Samoa Joe for me. Like, just just like Joe's a badass. Now, peak Samoa Joe's when he had that tribal dick on his face. Oh, remember that? Yeah. (sighs) All right. Uh, Last night, well, I don't know when exactly, but Shinsuke and Muda worked. It was last night. Uh, uh, Well, I mean, I don't know what time it was. But in in, uh, Noah, I saw some highlights of the match. Pretty good. I saw it. I stayed up for the whole show. Great fucking show. But Nakamura and Muda was way better than I expected it to be for a great Muda match in this stage of his career. That's what you get for doubting the great Muda. Yeah, who am I to doubt great Muda? That and Shinsuke (laughs) can work with anybody. Yeah. Muda can work with anybody. I know, but Muda's getting older. That pro wrestling Noah run of these last this last year or two would beg to differ, sir. (laughs) And that's exactly why I was expecting this one to be kind of a big old stinker. But overall, it was fun. I do not agree with it being the main event whatsoever. But it is what it is. It's it's the match that drew the house. Exactly. What do you mean? Funky Funky Express was on the card, and that's bigger than Shinsuke Nakamura wrestling in Noah, right? And we also all know that Kenta sold all those tickets. What about that Keno kid taking that fucking Super Falcon's arrow on the fucking apron? Oh, did you guys see that? I'll. I'll talk about that lightly because Jake and I will be expanding yeah, on that was, a little bit later yeah, in the we week. Saw that. Doing oh, our review of no. that show as well as Wrestle Kingdom. But goddamn, Kaido Kiyomiya versus Keno was the greatest match ever. This dude has been fucking hyped for that fight for like two weeks. Like every day we'd go out to fucking work, that match got brought up more than anything fucking else. And I'm like, Will is just like, Gonna feverishly masturbate to this match, <laughs> sir. I can only become so erect. <laughs> it more than delivered. It should have main evented. Kiyomiya looked like a star. Keno's the greatest. Uh, so uh, let's talk about that finish for the uh, Shinsuke Nakamura Muda match. What'd you think of that? Fucking genius, wasn't it? I liked it. It's it the was best neat. counter to the poison mist ever. Yeah, I thought it was I, I re- great. I really enjoyed that finish. Uh, just, I'm, I'm still shocked that it actually happened. I guess. 
Well, you knew Muda was going under. You knew he was. Yeah, yeah. It, well, it's, I'm just, I, I guess I'm just, I'm shocked that the match happened, period, still. But like, WWE that. allowed it to happen. I think Muda's I going think... to the Hall of Fame. This has got to be what it is. Yeah. This, this was like them leveraging, like Muda wanted this match, you know. If to go into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Sure. Like, that was probably the caveat for them letting him come over was like, hey, you know, I'll, I'll go into your Hall of Fame then. And they're like, oh, okay. <laughs> I think I we're going to see a lot more to of play, this. They're playing Dude. 4 chess, and they want Jack Morris. <laughs> I mean, especially with that new signing that they got. Yes, my boy Jake Lee from All Japan Jumping Ship. Wait a minute. You were upset about that last week. Now you're happy? No, I'm right. upset that he's leaving All Japan because that's like the end for All Japan now. Miyahara and Suwama can only do so much to keep that ship afloat. But I'm glad that it's not Jake Lee going to New Japan to be lost in the mid card and he's going to Noah where he's going to have a way better run. Because no, wait, wait, wait. It was the it was the Dragon Lee signing that had you upset. I'm sorry. Yes, which we will get to that. <laughs> but all right. shambles. Jake Lee popped out after the finish of Jack Morris versus Timothy Thatcher, which was also a very fun technical match. The crowd did not give a shit about it though. Fuck that crowd. Was good but Jake Lee came out and I definitely think he's up to something because he had a very dickhead look on his face, but he formed a tag team with Jack Morris. Good you shit. You keep saying Jack Morris, and all I can, like, I picture the baseball player from the 80s, and I'm like, that's not who he's talking about. <laughs> nah, he's, he's this Scottish dude. He's only like 24 that they just randomly plucked out of nowhere last year, and he's been pretty fucking sick. I mean, All right. <laughs> so before we talk, uh, get into more J- uh, Will's uh, Japan talk because I know he's got some more to talk about here in just a minute. Oh, he does. Um, Rousey versus Lynch looks to no longer be the plan for Mania. Obviously, since Charlotte took the belt, uh, do you think this is because Rousey doesn't want to work with Becky Be- or? Now, they've been drumming up a lot of stuff about how Becky and Charlotte don't like each other in real life anymore. So I feel like they're trying to draw up controversy to sell a Becky-Charlotte one-on-one at Mania. Yeah, because we haven't oh, yeah. seen that a million times. Hey. Oh, fellas. Hey, my time's come. My phone's about to die. My thing's not working. So Aww. if I lose you guys, I apologize. Um. But yeah, uh, love you guys. And <laughs> we're gonna leave that in. Bye, Tyler. Leave that in. Please we're leave, leave that, that in. Leaving that in. Um, so yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I would have rather seen Ronda Rousey and Becky Lynch. It'd been a good couple years of storytelling paid off. Finally seeing them in a singles match. Ew. Or is Shane and, and Ronda going for the tag titles? Could be a possibility. Both options are terrible. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's not very good. I feel like, like Shane I at least... Robo Becky. I hate Robo <laughs> Becky. I love Becky. I do too. I'm sorry. 
She's not good. Nah, Becky been great since NXT. Nope. The only one of the fucking four horsewomen, which again is a stupid fucking name. We get it, Charlotte Rick's kid. But like the only one of them that was any fucking count was Bailey. Yeah, Bailey's the fucking best. Yeah. Out of that group, absolutely. I always thought Period. Becky was the best. No, not even close. No, Bailey's Bailey's one of the best workers on the planet right now. Yep. But she's is she the Okada. best in the world? No, JD. That's Shane McMahon. Oh, for fuck's sake. It's Ricochet. It it's Ricochet now, that's true. No, he's just the best on SmackDown because it was a SmackDown World Cup. Oh, God damn it. God damn it. Semantics. <laughs> There's a couple of things that don't go together. Shane and best in the world are one of them. His trophy says otherwise. Uh, um, before we move on to the J- Japanese stuff, feel we would be remiss to not mention the passing of Don West. Uh, which was even acknowledged on SmackDown by Michael Cole, uh, surprisingly. Wild. That was a uh, neat little line of talking about the impact he left on the industry. <laughs> I was like, look at you go, you little cheeky bastard. Yo, Michael, hey, Michael Cole's a fucking goat. He is so good. He gets shit since on Vince way left. too much. Since Vince left, man, that man's been unleashed. Well, him and... Him and Pat McAbee are the fucking dream team. Yeah. What are you shaking your head for? Pat McAbee is one of the best commentators fucking ever. It just irritates the piss out of me. I'm sorry. Yeah, but he actually gives a shit. That's fine. You can can give a shit about anything and still irritate the piss out of me. (laughs) I don't know. I just appreciate it that he comes at it from as, as a fan. I like that okay. as a commentator. Wrestling fans are obnoxious. Yeah, you're a wrestling fan. You're obnoxious. Well, yeah. I'll admit it, though. <laughs> Plus, uh, I hate too many things to be a wrestling fan, though. Are you serious? <laughs> Pat McAfee is a, a great entertainer in the ring. Yes, he is. Okay. It just annoys me. I'm sorry. Am I not allowed to have an opinion? No, no, fuck you. <laughs> All right, fuck me. <laughs> okay, you can have an opinion Cole, as long idiot. as it's not about Pat McAfee. There you go. Okay. Fucking now, as I understand it, Will had a few things he wanted to discuss here at the end of the episode. Ooh. Will, what do you got for us here? <laughs> Fucking goddamn NXT. <laughs> Damn, dude. Why the hell? Would they rob me of Dragon Lee? Can you not watch NXT? No, that shit's terrible. I try not to. I watch clips and I see what all's going on, but I every so every couple of weeks I'll think I'll try to watch an episode. They got like so many good dudes now, and then it's just uh, here's Jordan Devlin. Here's fucking Watch your mouth. Joe like Devlin. I'm really just worried about Triple H's track record with Lucha guys. Exactly. They have ruined every Luchador that they <laughs> take, and Dragon Lee is something that is very, very special. 
that they'll change going- his name and he'll take his fucking mask. And now you just have a guy. I don't think they'll take his mask. I don't know if they will. I feel the only reason they took, his mask. The, the only reason they took Andrade's mask is because Triple H was like, "Why you hide your face? You're a good looking." Well, no, fucking Andrade dude. and uh, Elio del Fantasma had both already lost their masks prior to signing, though. Yeah, that that was already a thing. Oh, had to, okay. Yeah, Phantasma, they got weird with it and gave him his mask back when he first showed up in NXT. Mm. Okay, and then so. took it again. I just hate the fact, though, that they want to take masks off, guys, when they go to the Fed. Like, mask gimmicks are cool. Like, they get over. Like... That's the selling point of the guy. And that's merch. Like, look at Mysterio. I think that's part of the reason why they take the mask. Because Mysterio is... More masks. More sales. But also, Ray Ray's on... Like, he's only got so much time left. And Dragon Lee is still very young. You could potentially utilize that dude for years to come and i'm assuming that they have good intentions so far because they've already reported that he's the highest paid guy in nxt now and even weirder that but also extremely on brand of triple a to give him and Jalistico the triple a tag titles off of ftr and then immediately after winning it giving him the mic to announce I just signed with WWE. This is my last match in Mexico. <laughs> yeah, you're supposed to go under on your way out. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, but they needed to yank those tag belts off of FTR before they showed up at Wrestle Kingdom because FTR are too big of marks for themselves not to bring out the belts, yep. and they're very much not allowed to bring out those belts on New Japan broadcast. Yeah, New Japan has a hate boner for AAA, and it's weird. It's not so much they do, it's that CMLL does. And yeah, CMLL has an exclusive deal with New Japan. Yeah. And CMLL hates AAA. Yep. Which isn't weird. Well, I mean, but cartel. <laughs> overall, just very, very weird. I'm wondering if AAA is going to try an angle for some kind of partnership. I know they tried to do this in the past when Alberto Del Rio was the AAA mega champion and he got signed. They were trying really hard to angle for some kind of partnership to keep the belt on Alberto and then they did not want to play ball. But new driver driving the bus for WWE, so who knows? Something may actually come from it because they've now put out a weird little presser saying that AAA will no longer put belts on AEW talent, except for Kenny Omega. They, they explicitly stated that Kenny is still allowed to win the AAA Mega Championship. Fuck Kenny. Well, because it's Kenny Omega. Unfortunately. Because... I'm thinking that also factored into why they stripped Sammy Guevara and Ty Conti of the mixed tag team championships, which I have zero qualms with. I did not want them to win them regardless. I 
Speaking of the 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 weird hate boner <laughs> in Japan, do you guys remember when they did the uh, the J Crown gimmick and fucking uh, fucking Ultimo Dragon showed up to the in the New Japan thing on New Japan TV during the J Crown tournament with a fucking mask that had the big AAA logo on the side of his fucking mask, like a big middle finger to the, to them, like ha 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 ha. ha. <laughs> The fucking balls on Dragon, man. <laughs> Only Dragon could get away with that. Absolutely. And he didn't wear that outfit throughout the entire tournament until the fucking finals. <laughs> like you already told him I'm going over, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, good shit. So, uh, just a few podcast announcements real quick. Uh, we moved over to Podbean as our official hosting site. Um... Pretty excited about that. We got a lot of new features we're able to do and a lot of new things where we will try. And uh just means more content for the listeners. Uh, so that'll be a great transition. Um Jake and uh sorry. I was gonna say lots of bells and whistles coming your way, boys and girls. Jake and Will will be bringing you uh monthly content about Japan. Uh, moving forward as well, so that's pretty exciting. Yeah, because these other three uncultured swines don't know shit about Japan, or just don't give nope. a shit. <laughs> Basically, I literally yeah. have a whole bunch of DVDs. I know about Japan. I mean, you got me pegged, though. Well, you just won't <laughs> but... fucking talk about it, Shane. You would rather talk about fucking Roman. It's not even that. How many? I mean, fucking wish Jason Momoa over there. I mean, you can't tell me it's not the fucking top of the industry right now. I absolutely can fucking tell you that, because it's Okada. It's not fucking Roman. Uh, I mean, that's debatable. I mean, look at audience size. (laughs) And who's pulling more money? Okada. Uh, No. No. Absolutely Okada. No. No. Absolutely not. Fuck Roman, all right? I'm tired. I'm sick of talking about him. Eat a dick, Roman. All right? Uh, anyway. Fuck the announcement. Podbean. Podbean. Move oh, forward. Damn it. Lots of fun. Yes. Keep, an, will, uh, keep an eye out for our first episode of the Japanese monthly special <laughs> here in the coming week. It will have a distinct lack of fucking Roman Reigns on it. You're welcome. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, anyway. Damn, Jake. Damn, dude. Fired up. Anyway, um, so there's what a lot of new like things going to be coming. Bitch about Roman. Uh, we're That's shooting for feedback. a lot of the feedback shooting for a lot of new guests. Shooting for a lot of new guests in 2023, and uh, bringing some new some new interviews, and uh, honestly, just some more great content. We got some great ideas on the table and we're excited about it. We're rolling up 100 episodes and we've also, we're already got a fantastic idea that I am not going to announce yet, but I am oh, very excited. Why? I am in the, the most Because we're going to announce it in the 99th episode. Okay. Uh, and then unleash it in 100 because I am uh, so excited about this. I am probably the most excited for this episode. Can, can we can we tell them about the the big one for for Tyler's tax show? Oh, uh, and we'll be doing our first yes. live show at yes. Taxomania Three. And we'll be uh, grabbing so, random folks as they're walking down the hallway, make force them to do interviews by fucking gunpoint if we have to. Hey, I got <laughs> a gun. I can do it. 
So uh, keep a lookout for all this content, and thank you for sticking with us. Uh, we're happy it's 2023. 2022 kind of sucked. I, uh, not as bad as 21 and certainly not as bad as 20, but... I don't know. Sure. I thought, uh, personally, for me, it was far worse than the last two. <laughs> Sorry, I got this. Shane, what the fuck is your hair right now? Um, He's going through <laughs> some stuff. What the fuck is happening over there? New year, new Shane. <laughs> Did you get a haircut? Oh, no, you had it tied up and you pulled it. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Jake, ADD is very serious. Plastic bag, plastic bag. Well, <laughs> but we'll be back in your feeds next week with uh, not sure what yet, but we'll figure it out. Uh, until then, warn them that we're not doing two episodes a week anymore. Oh yeah, we are not doing two episodes a week anymore. It is way much too much. To my, to, much to my chagrin, I like doing two episodes a week. Well, we will be recording sometimes two episodes, but we'll be putting them in the can. And maybe re- releasing them as specials or releasing them when we don't have time to meet up. Uh, it I makes me the fucking workhorse of the fucking group because I'm the one that wants to do the most work. That's why we side series now, Jake. I'm the one editing all this. See, well, That's fair. <laughs> You're the but production anyway. guy. That's right. You're like the backstage man. That's I'm the, the real one work in the ring. I'm the one we will be back in the ring. I'm the IC champion, motherfucker. Let's go. Back in your feeds next week with more content. Until then, go see some local wrestling. Watch some whatever you enjoy. And uh, quit bitching about it online. Go watch Thanks. the Noah show. Great fucking Muda. Jake, what I need to do? Bring Muda. <laughs> <laughs>